Hey y'all, if you're new, welcome. My name is Aurora and I love sharing tips, sources and stories and answer all the juiciest questions about my experience as an international student in the US. If you're not new, welcome back and thank you for your support. Disclaimers, I'm not a native speaker nor an objective source you can rely on. So everything I say comes from my personal experience here. And therefore, if you don't agree with something you find on this podcast, it's all right. And different points of view are more than welcome. Also, if I make some mistakes while I'm talking, I hope you all can forgive me. I try to improve my English every single day. So, in this episode, we're going to discuss the differences between the SAT and the ACT so that hopefully I can help some of you decide between the two. So, if you don't know what these um, SAT and ACT are, they are standardized tests that high schoolers basically take because they are used by colleges for admissions purposes and awarding merit-based scholarships. Both uh, the SAT and the ACT test your problem solving and comprehension skills. And if I have to be honest, in my opinion, these tests are not really about knowledge. It's not like how much you know, but it's more about strategies and recognizing patterns that can lead you to the right answer. So like you really need to familiarize yourself with these tests to succeed. Even though, as I said before, um, these tests are used by colleges, I have to be honest, COVID made life a little bit different for class of 2020 and 2021, and definitely harder. And a lot of institutions decide to become tests optional, meaning that if you don't submit your score, that won't be at your disadvantage. We're talking about 900 and more colleges deciding to not consider SAT and ACT scores anymore. And I know that a lot of applicants, especially high competitive ones, um, are kind of suspicious because they think that colleges are not really test optional and they actually think that it does matter if you submit your score or not. But I don't think that this is necessarily true. If you want to take, like if you want to make extra sure, I highly, highly recommend you to check if the college has been test optional for a couple of years or if it just now decided to become test optional due to COVID, but will make students submit scores wherever, uh, whenever the situation with the pandemic normalizes a little bit more. In this case, I feel like it's pretty obvious that the college cares a lot about scores and so it may actually go to your disadvantage to not submit your scores. But if you do check the school website and it says the university is test blind, I don't think you should worry um, about submitting your scores. Besides that, if you want to apply for merit-based scholarships, I highly, highly recommend you to take one of these two tests as they sometimes represent what basically makes it or breaks it. With that being said, let's talk about the differences between these tests so you can decide which option is the best one for you. So I think the biggest difference is in the nature of these two tests because while the ACT is an achievement test, the SAT is a reasoning and aptitude test, meaning that it's really a lot about critical thinking and strategies. Another big, big difference is that the ACT tests four areas of study, 
through multiple choice questions. And these areas are English, and I mean like grammar, mathematics, reading, and science. The SAT, on the other hand, has two main sections, evidence-based reading and writing, and math. Each one of these sections is divided into two sub-sessions. So reading and writing and language for the evidence-based reading section and math with no calculator and math with calculator for the math section. So my very first tip is if you are really into science, analyzing data, reaching conclusions and things like that, the ACT might prize you with its science section. But um, I don't want you to get me wrong because the SAT does test over science as well, basically, because the science paragraphs in the reading section sometimes may require you the same skills you would um, need for the SAT. The SAT tends also to be a little bit trickier in the way it asks you questions and things in general. Usually the actual process to solve the problems or to answer a specific question is way easier than how the SAT makes it look like. But on the other hand, the ACT is more straightforward when asking questions, but the concepts that are tested may require you more preparation and knowledge, especially when it comes to math. Timing is also another extremely important factor you have to consider. So mathematically, the ACT gives you less time for each question because you have 36 seconds for the English part, one minute per question for the math part, 52 seconds for the reading part, and 52 seconds for the science part. Whereas the SAT gives you one minute and 15 seconds for each question in the reading part, 47 questions, uh, 47 seconds for each question in the English grammar part, one minute and 15 seconds for the math without calculator part, and one minute and 26 seconds for the math with calculator. So right now you might be thinking that the SAT is going to be way easier since you have more time to think about your answers. But always remember that the SAT doesn't ask you concepts in a straightforward way like the ACT does. That means that you will end up basically rereading passages and questions, even in the math section, trust me, to try and figure out what uh, the question is really asking you for. So I believe this is something you have to consider carefully since time management is such an essential part of these two tasks. And I think that like choosing between these two tasks is a lot about understanding your personal strengths and weaknesses uh, academic-wise. And the best thing to do is, of course, to take an official practice of both and see how you feel, which one you found, you found easier. And I will leave in the description below the links to take a full practice test of both. But if you still don't have a clue about which one you prefer, I came up with some questions you should ask yourself that may be useful to understand which option suits you the most. The first question to ask yourself is, are you an avid reader? Good readers tend to struggle less in the SAT reading section because a lot of the paragraphs there don't use English in the same way we do on a daily basis. So you'll find that, for example, some historical passages or literature passages can represent a tough challenge if you're not used to reading a lot. And also a huge, huge chunk of the SAT reading questions are evidence support questions, which are considered by many super, super tricky and are completely absent on the SAT. So that's something to consider. So I'd say that if you're taking classes where you analyze a lot of books and authors from the past or if you like reading a lot or if you're willing to start getting into reading more, then maybe the SAT is good for you. 
I know I made it sound like the ACT reading is impossible and the ACT is a joke, but trust me, the ACT reading part is not a joke. Because while the SAT follows a chronological order when asking questions, the ACT does not. And this is something you want to keep in mind, especially considering that you have less time to answer on the SAT. So long story short, there is no actual way to determine which one is easier in this section, because sometimes even avid readers can struggle on both tests. I know it's harder, especially for us internationals, and you know the reading section can look very scary as unknown english native speaker but everything is possible with the right work ethic so i really hope i can make an episode soon talking about like my sat experience the sources i used but for now really take a full practice test of both and see how you feel anyways the second question you should ask yourself is am i really good at geometry This is because the SAT focuses on geometry so, so much. Geometry questions make up like 30 to 45% of the ACT math section, whereas the geometry section in the SAT is only up to 10%. Also, just so you know, there is a slightly larger emphasis on trig in the ACT than in the SAT. So if you have always struggled with geometry and you have never enjoyed it, but you have always loved algebra, you might want to consider the SAT. But if geometry is one of your strengths, then go for it, because there's probably no better option to showcase those skills than taking the SAT. The next question is related to the question before and also uh, related to math. And it is, would you rather have your calculator with you at all time while answering math questions, or would you prefer having a sheet with geometric formulas? Because the ACT does not provide you with a formula sheet, but it lets you have your calculi with you for the entire math section, which I think is awesome, especially if you struggle with algebra. On the other hand, the ACT does provide you with a formula sheet, but it has a whole separate, all separated section for math without calculator. So my recommendation is that if you're really strong at geometry, so you remember formulas and not so great in algebra, so you need the calculator, you should take the SAT. The next question you should ask yourself is, do you rely a lot on guessing? Both the ACT and the ACT encourage guessing, meaning that if you guess wrong, you don't lose any points. But the ACT has five answers to choose from, whereas the SAT has only four. This means that you have a 25% chance of getting the answer correct when guessing on the SAT, but only a 20% chance when you're guessing on the ACT. I know this sounds like super stupid because it's just a 5% difference, but trust me, it does matter. So if you're let alone on guessing, I recommend you the SAT. Next question is, do you love multiple choice questions when it comes to math? This is an important question you should definitely ask yourself because the SAT, ACT, I'm sorry, math section has only multiple choice questions, whereas the SAT has the so-called student-produced response questions or grid-ins. In other words, the SAT presents some questions and specifically these questions are 22% of the total math questions on the SAT where you don't have answers to pick from. If you freak out about not having a completely multiple choice test, then the ACT is definitely for you. As someone that has taken the SAT though, I have to say that Usually the grid ins questions are easier than some multiple choice questions and it's just that the SAT really knows that students kind of get scared of not having answers to look at 
on and pick from but if you're not a fan or uh, of free response questions then the SAT might not be for you. This is also because remember that while math in the ACT counts for one-fourth of your score, in the SAT it counts for half, making it super important. Last thing I want to talk about is scores. I just realized I haven't touched on the different ways the scores for these two tests work. So for the SAT, the score ranges from 1 to 36 and each section ranges in the exact same way. And your final score is the average of the four partial ones. On the other hand, the SAT is divided into two sections for the final score and the final score for the test ranges between 400 and 1,600. 1, the reading and writing part ranges from 200 to 800 and the math with and without calculator combined range from 200 to 800 as well. So again, there is more emphasis on math on the SAT. Remember, though, that both scores are curved, meaning that the raw score is converted to your actual final score based on the difficulty of the test you took. For example, on my last ACT, I got a 740 on the math section, so you would think that I got six questions wrong. In reality, I only got four wrong. But since the section was considered not too difficult by the college board, which is... Um, the organization that designs the test, only four mistakes brought down the score by 60 points. In conclusion, try to answer the questions I mentioned and write down what you think your strengths are. Take both practice tests and see what you feel is the easier test for you. Check which one you scored higher and keep working on that. Good luck and as always, you can contact me on my Instagram. Someone hacked my Instagram, so now I have a new profile. Follow me on that one. It's A-U-R-O-R-A-S-A-N-T-E-L-L-A-A. -L -L -A -A. Bye.